There's a thousand forums out there to where you can scam hosts. And, like, most of the scams, they'll tell you, like, yeah, Airbnb support. They'll just support you on this. You can say this, this, and this and get your money back and a free stay. Like, in, like, the the problem with Airbnb hosts is they were blaming the people who made the the the, the forum post about how to scam. I'm like, that's they're not the problem. The problem is how is Airbnb helping these people scam other people? That's the problem. They're, they're the billion-dollar company here. Welcome to Live, Let, Thrive, a podcast about the Airbnb life, the share economy, and everything in between. Here are your hosts, Micah and Steve. Hello, hello, hello. And welcome back to another exciting episode of Live, Let, and Thrive. thrive. <laughs> Live, Let, Thrive back at you. Yes, we are. We are back for episode six, foe. Yeah, we're going to call this episode Rolling Down the Street. My six foe. Jacket. No, we can't see this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. yeah, man. Rolling in my six foe. I love it. That's my dream car, by the way. A 64 Impala. Oh, for real? Yeah. That's the... Are you loving Impala's Chevy love, guy? Uh, well, I'm a, I love lowriders. Lowriders? So, yeah, okay. Yeah, I'm a lowrider guy. So I like um, a 64. 62, 63, 64. Those are my favorite years. You know? Okay. I had a 69 back in high school. Really? So, yeah. yeah was, I'm a Cadillac was, guy. Cadillac. Yeah, I had an '89, then I had a '99, De- '89 Deville, and a '99 Deville, and my mom had like a '78 Fleetwood back in the day. Oh wow! Yeah, the long body. <laughs> <laughs> Do you got one right now, a Cadillac? No, I, I plan on getting one. I, I want to get one later on in the future. You know, do the Houston thing, put some '84s and Vogues on it. You know, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. some donks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Oh man, it's been a while, dude. Oh man, yeah, it's been a while since it's just been me and you, man. We haven't had a good, good cast in a while, just me and you. So. Just you and I. Yeah. So. So got to bring the magic today. Yeah. So, what have you been up to in the Airbnb world? <clears throat> you know, still doing the Airbnb thing out of the house. The the, the one Airbnb still fixing up my um my uh, primary residence, trying to get that going so we can Airbnb it when we go on vacation. Okay. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, summer. It's summer. It's coming to an end. We've been traveling a lot, a lot. So Yeah, best way to do it, it's man. It's the best way. You got to do it, man. How and, many spots uh, you hit this summer? Oh, this summer, uh, where'd we go? We went to Maui and for a week, and then we went to Padre for a week. And um, Mexico, yeah, we went to Guadalajara. So just, that's it. Just three spots. Oh, man, your summer's <laughs> been way better than mine, man. I ain't left the, well... Yeah, you left the country and you left the mainland. So, <laughs> yeah, I, I only hit Illinois, Missouri, Arkansas. And that's it. Okay, that's the trifecta. Summer. Yeah. So, yeah. So <laughs> that's cool, had, man. They haven't had an eventful summer like yours, but yeah. Well, we're trying to we're contemplating a trip to Barcelona. Here's, here's what's cool about Airbnb. Um, before you get into slamming them on the ground. Oh, you're going to rip their ass apart today. <laughs> Scam B&B. Uh, sca- Ooh. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah save that, that website. Um, <laughs> well, um, like like us, for example, you know, if, if, I told Lupita, I was, well, I'm going to tell Lupita, I haven't told her yet. Well, we, we'd like to do a Barcelona trip, and I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going to try to give us some motivation. We finished um, doing what we want to do to this house, this primary residence, and by the end of September... If we get it booked for a week, 
we'll hop into Barcelona. That's simple, you know. If we don't get it booked, then we don't hop. But I just thought it would be good motivation for us to actually, you know, get it done, get an Airbnb ready, and then um, get us a free trip to Barcelona. That's that's us up. It'll be pretty cool if you guys get a book for a week and then go. Um, What we kind of did something similar to that. You left um, the whole house and went to Houston one time, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. When I was cool. out of town, and then we just left and let him have it. I think it was for, what was that? Like, I think that was like for Thanksgiving or something we did that. So, yeah. If then it is motivation for you. Like, okay, you can just kind of use that money as your travel money and bounce, you know? <laughs> so, that's <laughs> the cool yeah. thing about it. All right. Now, now to the dark side of Airbnb. Well, before I go to there, we're gonna, <laughs> uh, before I go there, I'll just tell you guys a little bit what I've been doing. Um so I got a new Airbnb up in Arkansas. All right. And I remember I told you I didn't really know much about the market. I just kind of knew it was – I don't think people really traveled there. But it's turning out to be a hit. You know, people people are booking it. You know, so I was like, okay. Yeah, I did a so, good job with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did a good job with it. And then also what, what I noticed was I was thinking, okay, I, I, was, I was trying to list it everywhere because I don't know the market. The first booking – came straight from VRBO and I had it listed at 125 a night someone booked it nice. on VRBO I was like oh okay good so people are going to blend so us like hopefully the Airbnb game kicks up and it did it kicked up for us uh, but I'm only listing it at like uh, I went and priced them on Airbnb the Airbnbs I looked at the my neighboring people they, they list them cheap you know and I'm guessing it's because they don't have too many people to come there like you can get a three bedroom house for 65 a night like across the board oh damn yeah like so I was like, damn. So I was like, okay, I can't just go up way, way high, you know. Um, even I am a super host, but I'm like, they're super hosts too, and they're 65 a night. So I was like, okay, whatever. And they're really nice like yours? or uh, Some of them are. Oh, okay. A couple of them are because uh, me and Mahogany were kind of going through them, and we were kind of looking at them. So I was like, okay, whatever. We'll just kind of go with the market. And we kept getting but We got three or four bookings now. So in the first month, we didn't quite make the mortgage because we – kind of opened it at the end of the month didn't quite make the mortgage but i'm i'm pretty sure it'll pick back up because i was uh listening to a few of the few podcasts and stuff and they were saying on bigger units you know three bedroom houses you're going to take a small dip at the beginning and it's going to kick back up because it's it's such a larger place yeah so that's been going good for me we got that going um i finally got my courses going people are buying my courses they're using the llt code they're buying the courses. They're hopping in the share arbitrage group where I'm sharing all my stuff. Uh, and that's pretty much been it, but I've been doing. Now, to why I'm pissed with Scam B&B or Airbnb. <laughs> um, so this lady scammed me out of $355. Um, mm. I pretty much had her. She stayed at one of my timeshares, right? And um, I have in my listing, you know, the listing, the... These are stock photos of our timeshare. The unit may differ, but you're going to receive this described unit. Mm-hmm. She received the described unit, right? And so, I, you know, I have all these auto messages going out to them. The morning, like, as soon as you check in, as soon as you book, you have a message sent to you. Uh, the day after checking, the day of check-in, there's a message sent to, to you before you check in. And then 24 hours after check-in, there's an automated message that goes out to you. and says, hey, were you able to get in? Is everything Okay. I haven't heard from this lady at all. This mm-hmm. whole time, I haven't heard from her. Six, she's on a six-day reservation. So I was like, okay, whatever. Who cares? I don't really pay attention to it. If I don't hear from them, I've tried to communicate with them. Last day, I send a message, the checkout message. Then after that, another message comes back to you. Um, 
that's the uh, hey, leave us a review, we'll leave you a review. Mm-hmm. She finally sends me a message. She sends this long message like, hey, um, I didn't like how the uh, the um, the jacuzzi tub was set up. Um, I wanted it to be bigger. And then she goes, hey, I wanted my balcony to be bigger. It, I don't like. I didn't like the balcony. She sent pictures of both, and I'm like, okay, what's she complaining about? And she goes, um, I'm furious, and I'm going to tell Airbnb to give me a refund, or you can give me a refund. So I, I sent her a message. I was like, so hey, hey, how you doing? And I'm like, I'm sorry to hear about the, your your issues. And I'm like, why didn't you just tell us the day after so we could have, one, moved you to a bigger room, two, uh, found other ways to accommodate you, you know? Mm-hmm. So she didn't respond. So I'm like, okay. So an hour later, you know, your little Airbnb support message comes up. I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm like, okay, hey, you do how you guys doing? They're like, hey, your guest is requesting a partial refund. So I'm like, okay, for what? And they're like, well, she says the listing was a bit different, and she sent pictures. I'm like, okay, I understand that. But she sat in this listing for six days and didn't say a word to the host. Mm-hmm. And Airbnb comes back to me and says, well, the, the guest did tell us she was afraid she wasn't going to have a place to stay. I'm like, what, <laughs> what, what does that have to do with anything? I'm like, she's sitting in this place for six days, hasn't said a word to me as the host, hasn't responded to any of my messages. How, are, how does she – so me and Airbnb go back and forth for, the, for an hour. Then Airbnb sends me a message saying, hey, we're just going to refund her half the money. I'm like, okay, I'm going to ask you guys again. There's no red flags in this that shows maybe she's using your system to scam people. Because if you go online, you can Google, like guests can Google how to scam Airbnb hosts. And there's like a thousand forums out there. And Airbnb, these pieces of shit, Airbnb hasn't done anything about it. So I asked them again. They're like, no, we're just going to refund the money. So I've been on Twitter just bashing the shit out of them, saying they're scam artists. They haven't paid me out from a host from a month ago. So that they, I haven't received payment, a hundred and thirty dollar payment, but they just put a two hundred fifty, a three hundred fifty five dollar charge on my account, but I haven't received a payment from last month. And you don't think that this guest guest is scamming people? How can you literally sit in a place that you hate for six days and get a full refund? Like, I I know you didn't want me to sell this, but I don't I don't like Airbnb and I never have. Like they, it was a while ago that I just didn't like them because they're they're. They're supporting scammers at this point. Like, I'm like, you guys don't address it, but I know it's because they have so many hosts, they don't give a shit. It's like, okay, you guys are hosts. People are going to fuck up, do whatever, and I, I can do what I want. That's where Airbnb is at. And then even if you talk to the support team, I, I, I think they're in some part of Europe. But what they do is they pretty much give them a, uh, like a, a script to follow for guests and whatever. And the script is pretty much... Fuck the host as fast as you can and hard as you can as po- as many times as possible because they have no type of they, they the the case managers use no discretion at all. I'm like seriously, have you looked at any of our messages? She wouldn't respond. The, the case manager wouldn't respond to that. I'm like, have you guys not taken this up to maybe this just shows red flags that she hasn't responded to anything? She doesn't respond to anything I say. Like it's it's ridiculous. So, and I've heard, like, other people, they, like, you know, in the Sherpa Charge group say, yeah, I hate Airbnb, too. I've been looking for other ways to, like, list our places. And I'm, I'm to that point. It's like, the hell? Damn, dude. So, they just pretty much scammed me out of $355, and they're sitting holding on to $130 that they haven't paid me out from a month ago. How come they haven't paid you that? 
I asked him, no response from the damn case manager, but she quickly took 355 out of my account. Jeez, dude. Yeah, they're Airbnb is to this point where, like, there's no way there's a thousand forums out there to where you can scam hosts. And, like, most of the scams, they'll tell you, like, yeah, Airbnb support, they'll just support you on this. You can say this, this, and this and get your money back and a free stay. Like, in, like, the, the problem with Airbnb hosts is they were blaming the people who made the, 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 the forum post about how to scam. I'm like, that's, they're not the problem. The problem is how is Airbnb helping these people scam other people? That's the problem. They're, they're the billion-dollar company here. If some Joe Blow off the street figures find a loop, finds a loophole in your system to where they can get free stays and Airbnb isn't doing shit about it, that's an Airbnb problem. So at this point, man, there's anybody out there looking to make another platform, I will 100% back you. Straight up. like I'm VRBO? VRBO. And I'm, <laughs> it's, someone like – and then the other day, this is what I mean by Airbnb doesn't hold their guests accountable. A guy, he left me a five-star review, but I left him a one-star review because he, he, he was, like, cussing out my VAs, cussing them out, saying, yeah, fuck you very much and all this, right? And I'm like, Damn. whoa. Yeah, and he cussed out my VA, so I left him a one-star review. He gave me a five-star review because I have a little message at the end of your state that says, hey, uh, we enjoyed you, whatever. It's an auto message that goes out, and it's an easy way to get a five-star review. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so he got that message, so he thought I was going to give him a good review. And so he ended up getting, a, I don't believe, in a one-star review. But I told Airbnb about it. But the thing about it was he offered to pay in cash, and I didn't accept it, right? But he ended up – and he, he's one of those scammer people too because I, I wrote it in my review because what he did was he booked my place, right? And I accepted it, but it didn't go through. It says, hey, uh, this – um." Hey, we couldn't collect payment. You may have seen that before. Awaiting payment. We couldn't collect payment. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, what the fuck? So I'm like, okay, whatever. He goes, well, hey, uh, and so when it when that happened, and I, and I have an auto message goes out that whenever it, it says awaiting payment, a message that says, hey, Airbnb has notified our company that your payment has gone through. Once your payment has gone through, please notify us, and we can get your reservation pushed through. So after I, he, I sent that message to him, he goes, hey, can you give me a discount? And I'm like, hey, man. And he goes, hey. And he goes, hey, I can I can pay in cash as well. So I'm like, hey, man, I, we only accept reservations through Airbnb. Cool. So he ends up putting his card on file. but And boom, his reservation was paid for. But that's one of the number one things that Airbnb, on that little forum post of how to scam hosts, is to put a bad, it's purposely put a bad card on file. Airbnb, because Airbnb doesn't test your card. So you can put a bad card on file. So when you try to book, it'll say, oh, awaiting payment. And then the guest will start talking to you. That's another one I learned, and I didn't realize he was doing that to me. Damn. And I told Airbnb, of course, they didn't shoot shit about it because he was a guest. So this is like my, my gripes with Airbnb. It's like, where's the guest accountability? Like he literally, you just literally scammed me at it, and I helped you guys out. I really could have took cash from that dude. He really could have PayPal'd me, but I didn't do it. But next time... I'm straight PayPal, and if you if somebody comes to me and says they want to pay with cash, straight up I'll PayPal. You can do we can do PayPal all day. So nice, yeah. Or and I have a direct booking link too. I'm gonna to start using that a little bit more because yeah, Airbnb. If you're holding hands with scammers, that that pissed me off. Whew. Like I I ain't letting that one go. I'm 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 gonna be on their ass for a long time until they give me a resolution on that. Like you can't you can't help some that that it was an obvious scam. Like. 
there's no way she sat in there for six days, didn't respond to anything. Even when I, she sent me a message and I responded back with a question, nothing. And then you can just go back to Airbnb and they'll help me get my money back. That's ridiculous. That's like someone eating a whole steak and lobster dinner. Everything, all the fixings, everything, the bread, the drinks, and everything. Said yeah. ah, at the end, yeah, I, I don't, I don't like it. Exactly. I, I don't want to pay for it. And that's what I said. <laughs> if, if you didn't like the lobster, you would have said it when you got the plate, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. That's what I'm saying. Like, you, it, it, it's ridiculous, man. Like, I'm like, man, Airbnbs, fucking scammers, man. They're helping people do it. It's like, wow. So I was just like, man, I'm, I'm definitely looking. I'm gonna because that's actually been one of my things. Just getting big on VRBO because um, I just got Rentals United integrated with Guesty, and I'm about to just shoot 400 plus listings off the VRBO. With a wet raised higher, a little higher price, and just hopefully, just take start taking bookings that way. Jeez, remember Tracy? Um, him, him, was yeah, Hemager, Hemager, and she said that um, of, of the only people that were wanting to help with the whole, you know, Arlington's getting banned was VRBO. Yeah, Airbnbs. They're, <laughs> they didn't give a they damn don't care. about Arlington. Where's that? Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, they're 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 to that point where no, like the only way to shut down Airbnb in your city is like for your the hotel industry has to put enough money behind it. Like this is honestly why I wasn't worried about the whole Arlington City Council shutting down Airbnbs. I truthfully don't think the city of Arlington has the money to enforce laws because everywhere that I've where there's trouble with Airbnbs, they have enough hotel money to enforce laws, like to where they can send out the cops to knock on an Airbnb's door. To say, hey, are you illegally hosting? The only places I know like that are Vegas, Florida, um, I think Denver as well. Those are the three places that I know have that money behind it. So Airbnb and Airbnb don't give a damn. Hell, they're making their money. They're, they're making money hand over fist. They've, if you look at the market share, they're crushed VRBO. You know? And I mean, that's the thing about them. Once you control that market share, fuck customer service. Damn. You know, that's like where they are at this point. So be sure to sign up to through to Airbnb through us, all right, you guys? <laughs> yeah, you can. You can. Like, wow. Yeah, they, they really just like, it really irks me, man. It's like, wow, you guys are seriously, and, they, they're, and they're doing nothing about it. There's like, you can like literally Google how to scam an Airbnb host, and there's just hundreds of pages on how to do it and how to get away with it and let Airbnb support you do it. And it's like... You guys see this stuff out here. There's no way you work at Airbnb and don't see this stuff. Right, right. And you nothing at all to do anything about it. So how would you um, Airbnb-proof your Airbnbs? You know what I'm saying? Like you were saying something about accepting payment through PayPal. Mm-hmm. Let's say you got your own home, your home uh, rental renter's insurance. And yeah. you got, let's say you set up your place where it's bulletproof to Airbnb's BS. You know what I'm saying? Is there a way to do that? No. Because it's in their it's in their terms of service that they they, they control mediation arbitration all that. Okay, well, let's say this. Okay. Because you got um you got a symbol with a picture called you know share arbitrage mm-hmm. as your um, Airbnb picture. Mm-hmm. You could, if I was you, yeah. Oh, well, you know, I don't know if you have Instabook on or no. You don't have Instabook. I do, I do like, on some of them. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's just it's thoughts crossing my head. You know how they usually do. And um, go ahead. Okay. Turn off, turn off the instant book. Or do it where they have to communicate with you, right? Mm-hmm. To try to book, and say, hey man, you know, I love, I'd love to host you, blah blah. blah. Check it out. Look me up. You know, look up Shabertrage. See what's yeah. up. Find me out there, and then just circumvent Airbnb altogether. 
uh, I we do that on our corporate clients. Yeah, it's just we have so many bookings coming in that. Anyone know what? I might hire an extra VA a just VA, to do that. That's what I was thinking. Just, just to do that, like, hey, pull all, every inquiry that we get, pull them off the Airbnb platform. Just pull them, and matter of fact, tell them to look us up, and we'll send them a direct booking link. And you already you have a website yet for Sherbert Charge, yeah. like a nice mm-hmm. one that has you know. Yeah, I have a full blown direct booking website. Boom! There you go. That's what I'm thinking to do too, because it's. It's getting ridiculous. Like, and it's I, I'm like I'm not the only one out there that's sick of it. Like they, and then especially now you're helping people scam other people. It's like wow. Like it's, it was ridiculous. You know, I've heard that Airbnb has to play both sides in a way. You know, they have to like help cater to the guest and cater to the host at the same time. And it does seem like they're going more towards the doing more things for the guests than they are yeah. the host, right? Yeah, they're acting like our house belongs to Airbnb, and they're just letting people, you know, get free reign. Like, well, well, in the term of service, they pretty much tell you your house does belong to them and their standards. Like, it, sadly, it, it says it in their terms of service. You, you do once you become an Airbnb host, you work for Airbnb. Jeez, they just take three percent. Like, it, it's in there. You know, like everything's in there. It, it's you know, um, but I mean, their terms of service is protect them. And to protect the guest, you know, which I understand why they do it. But when it comes to scams, come on, man. Be realistic. Train your people to have some sort of discretion. Like they have zero discretion at all. They're just like, well, uh, the Airbnb policy says this. I'm like, okay, but the Airbnb policy, let's use some rationale here. Yeah. Nothing. They don't have very much rationale. They just, they just read from a script exactly. and do what the script tells them to do, pretty exactly. much. And I've, I've talked to them, and I can kind of tell it's like straight off a script. Man. But and I, and on the um, uh, Facebook page, the professional host, whatever, mm-hmm. um, they a lot of them say, "Well, the only way you can really do something about it is jump on Twitter and start b- and bitching them out on oh, that's Twitter." What I've been doing, and and yeah, that's what I'm saying. So you d- you're doing that, but they just don't like the bad press, right? The that publicity that must that must be why you're making it visible. Hmm. That may be it. If you jump on the Twitter, if you're doing it just you know just you and them, no one sees it. Nah, they don't care. But if they see it out there in the Twitter world, yeah, you're attacking I'm gonna, them. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna send them because they they asked me to private message them too. Yeah, they asked me to private message them. Oh, when you were twittering them? Yeah, I, I tweeted <laughs> Airbnb help. I said uh, scam B and B just scammed me out of. I mean, I said scam B and B. I mean Airbnb help. Just scanned me out of three hundred fifty-five dollars. Um, they were like, "Hey, send us your full name, whatever it is, on and your phone number." So I'm gonna hit them up, and if there's still no resolution, I'm gonna keep bashing them on Twitter. Yeah, bump that noise. We'll battle right here. <laughs> For real, I'm about to keep going on them, man. Like that, that's ridiculous, man. I'm like, you're scamming people hand over fist, man. Just take straight pimping out there, man. Man, dude, that sucks. Yeah, it's crazy though. The guests are allowed to like, but. You expect people to find loopholes. There's a sheer amount of good share. There's a certain amount of good people in the world. Certain amount of people that are live life trying to get the discount, you know. And if you create a platform like that, you have to have a system in place to detour it. And they have a zero, nothing in place. So, yeah, man. I, I guess you know. I used to see it as a bad thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, remember, I told you Booking.com. Yeah. Um, that I've had a couple of 
awkward experiences. Yeah. Not super bad, but just, you know, just a little bit weird. You know, they yeah. called me the prophet. Mm-hmm. And uh, that was cool. I like to be the prophet. But anyways, <laughs> so there's this, I had, I still, I'm still honoring my last few guests on booking.com. I'm just, mm-hmm. you know, because I just think it's the right thing to do. Because they already booked and they, they already set up their, you know, vacations and stuff. And yeah. I want to cancel and get off the site. I've been wanting to. But the last lady that stayed there, she came to town and she called me directly. You know, that's how it works. Mm-hmm. You know, they kind of like set you up with them and you take payment how you want to take payment. Mm-hmm. And um, and so she had contacted me, you know, okay, well, you know, when do I get the, you know, the rules and the code and all that stuff? And I said, you know, oh, well, you know, the day before when we get payment, we'll do that. Okay. Well, how can I pay you? Um, do I pay through the side or do I pay? Can I pay you directly? I was like, well. Yeah, you can pay me directly if you like. That's fine. Mm-hmm. And um and I have the Square app, you know. Yeah. Which which it sucks cuz at the last moment she told me she had PayPal, but she already sent me the money through the Square app. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and okay. so PayPal would have been free. But yeah. anyway, Square took a chunk, you know, what about like 12 or 15 bucks, something like that out of the 4 or 500. Whatever it was for the week. Yeah. And she and she sent me the money and they checked in when they checked in and checked out and I you know I sent them the 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 I'm on the the checkout thing where you know mm-hmm. please you know help us keep costs low and show appreciation by you know cleaning up a little bit and doing your dishes put the trash out front we'd appreciate it and they left the house really clean mm-hmm. and it was really smooth and they paid me through the uh, you know paid me directly and and it was cool and I was like well you know I've had some weird experiences but there could be some kind of model there you know just directing you know so- accepting direct payment so my my question with Booking.com, dot because I I used it in the past but I kind of got away from it too because like you said you get that those weird experiences but okay let's say they have an issue right how would they get it rectified and how would they get a refund that's a good question because they they pay if if you only accept payments directly I mean I guess Booking dot com would send you an invoice say hey, you got to pay him back but like. I'd be like, screw you! I ain't paying them back. But then, I don't know. would they block you from their platform, though? That's a good question. I don't know that. I don't know that. I don't know the answer to that. We would have to ask Kim and Ann because they 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 use Booking dot com a buttload. They get a lot of money from. We should call them live on the show. No, <laughs> no, but that, that's like I'll plug them in. Let me know. Um, <laughs> that's a good way to think about it because I'm 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 really. If you could do Booking dot com to where you're. I don't want to say the sole because you because there's hosts that'll scam you too. You know, um, I don't want to be the sole you know the control of hey you date this you know and just kind of scam guests. But because I've I've issued refunds on my own if it's if it's fair you know like I'm giving hey, people money for whatever yeah, reason if it's yeah. something's wrong. But I don't know, man. I'm, I'm I'm I may look at that. So like when they paid you, she paid you through Square and then left the place clean and good. Boom. Yeah, it was a great experience. It was a great experience, and hmm. I just. Um, <laughs> and what some, are your weird experiences? With the, well, the, the the craziest one was um, it was in the. I, th- I told you, I told you about this. I think I told it on the show. In the middle of the night, it was like at almost midnight. Someone mm-hmm. says, someone did like a a booking. I already had a booking from an Airbnb, right? Okay. And someone um, booked it through Booking dot com that night and mm-hmm. said, and said, I'm on my way. <laughs> so they booked my place, which is weird because I had put the prices like ridiculously high, like three hundred a night, just so no one would book it, right? Because because oh, wow. I couldn't cancel, all, I couldn't block all the days for some reason. Because I, I told you I'm trying to quit uh, Booking.com, 
and um and so they they put they did like two nights and it was gonna be like over seven hundred something dollars. I know it sounds good, sounds good on paper, but yeah. first of all, I already had someone in there, right? Okay. There was already a guest in there, and second of all, um, they that doesn't mean that they're gonna pay the seven hundred dollars. A lot of like you said, a lot of the scammers out there. Hey, why would they? First of all, someone will book a place that expensive. Say I'm on my way. It's almost midnight, and show up to the house. And once they get in, you know that you. Sometimes people will let them in without accepting payment, kind of thing, you know. Whoa. And so, <laughs> that's I guess that's what they're banking on. But I called up Booking.com that night and I said, "Hey, these people are trying to." I was trying to decline them and stuff. I said, "But they already booked like a Booking.com was I think it's only instant book." Yeah. And, okay. Yeah. And that so was the issue. and so I was like, "This this." I said, "My place is already booked." And um, someone said they're on their way. They'll be there in ten minutes, and they booked it right now at mid- close to midnight. And I said I got guests there. I don't want people showing up at my the house. Yeah. When I got guests there, and they're like, oh, "Okay, sir, we'll try to." Blah, blah, blah. And they tried to. Um, I don't know. They accommodated them somehow, and and they had to pay the difference of whatever. I don't know because that, that's what their promise is to guests. If they if if a place someone doesn't let you stay there for some reason, they'll put you somewhere else, and they'll cover the difference of cost or whatever the hell. And so I think it's just another way for um, guests to scam the system. They can scam yeah. Booking dot com pretty good with that rule. And yeah. um, and anyways, they um, they sent me an invoice for the difference of the price, what they were going to pay mine, what they're going to pay somewhere else. I don't know what the hell they were paying somewhere else. But they sent me a bill for like three hundred something dollars. I was like, dude, I'm not paying this. I was like, <laughs> wow. And I had to talk to him again, and I and I cussed kind of cussed him out during emails and stuff. I was like, first of all, y'all can bless you, and yeah, so this is y'all's fault. My place was already booked. I've tried to cancel with you guys. You said you won't let me cancel until I said I said I'm doing the honorable thing by letting the rest of the guests stay out, and then I'll cancel it. You know, because yeah. I don't want it. I don't want them to be high and dry. And I blocked out every single date. For some reason, the dates popped back up. Yeah, they that's, do. I said, that's not me. Yeah. And they said, um, and then finally they went through it. Okay, sir, never mind. You don't have to pay. And But it's just that that weird instance. Like, something like that happening. Like, holy yeah. crap. Yeah, because I had a dude show up in a, a pizza delivery guy show up at my house one night. And he, he kind of did that same thing. Hey, I'm on my way. And it was like, what the hell, man? You know, and he actually came outside my house. So I was like, yeah, man. I'm like, my place is booked too. And yeah, that is one issue with booking.com. And they try to charge you for that, right? Yeah. Yeah. They send you an invoice for it. And, and the thing about it is, yeah, yeah, it's very weird. And and I've heard people on Airbnb Professional Host talk about it too. It's like, it's weird. And then, but some people love it though. Because a lot of people say, hey, my place stays booked. Kim and Ann. They love it. Yeah. Really? We, mm-hmm. we need to talk, get them on the show and talk about that again. Because, yeah, I've, I've heard people in the professional host group say they use it. And they literally stay booked. Like, you're always booked on booking.com. It gets so. you more exposure. Yeah, and, and I was wondering, how is that, though? Like, cause it gives it's you huge more... in Europe, I guess. It's, right? It's huge in Europe. Yeah, that's, I remember you saying that one time. It's and big. then, think about it, like... I didn't know about Airbnb too much, but I've heard of Booking.com before, you know, back in my travel days. Everybody really? loves it. Every, yeah, it was big. It's always been pretty big. It's one of the biggest ones. I've always looked up Booking.com. Even mm-hmm. when I was still staying, I was doing, starting to, you know, dip my toes in Airbnb a little. I was still staying mostly at hotels. Yeah. You know, and Booking.com was one of my go-tos. Yeah. See, I didn't know that. I, I never heard of it. So if you look after. up Kayak, I guess. Yeah, Ki- yeah, Kayak, I heard Kayak, of that. But they throw Booking.com as one of their, you know, searches. It's one of the really? ones that come up. So and kayak's huge. Kayak, Priceline, and all those ones. It's 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 up there with those guys. But Airbnb something different, and there's still a sh- buttload of people that like to stay at hotels. So 
So this is my question with Booking.com. This would be my next question would be, can you send set up? Because, you know, Airbnb's biggest thing is, hey, we don't want you sharing personal information and taking payment outside the platform. Is there a way to set up a direct book link? Like, could I set up my direct link on Booking.com? Uh, that's a good question. Yeah, we, uh, I'm going to have to do some research on that. Because I'll definitely do but it. But they're cool with you taking taking money directly. They're cool with that. Yeah, they don't, oh, give, they, yeah. They don't give a damn. See, I'll, I'll do that. If I can take the money directly, that's all I need. Because you can hit, there's a button on the site, like, but you can only do it like the day before the day. Oh, no, okay. Midnight, you know, at midnight, at 12.01, min, or, you know, after midnight, you for that day, they're going to check in. You can charge them. You can hit the button that charges their credit card. That's on file with booking.com. Or you can you can charge them directly. You don't have to hit that button to charge them through the site. You can book, you can tell, you can make an agreement with the people directly and say hey you know if the money's in you know you send me the money the day before uh paypal or whatever square then um yeah i'll, I'll send you the all the instructions to get in and then you can you can do your own agreements okay i'm gonna, I'm gonna look into that yeah because I, I gotta look for some all airbnb alternatives because they they, <coughs> they piss me off <laughs> yeah i can tell yeah, man they piss me off i was just <laughs> like yeah it's been like the last three hours i'm like yeah they they they're yeah, and then, and I remember a guy seeing it in there. He goes, "Man, we we complain about it so much, but he goes, you got to realize, man, there's too many hosts out here now. It's like overloaded with hosts." You feel like just going back to the corporate world? Oh hell no, <laughs> that's not an option. No, nah, but I was thinking like, um, I'm gonna I'm gonna start. Um, I'm gonna look at like other like subcontracting jobs, like where I'm just the middleman to a contract. Uh-huh. I'm looking at stuff like that just to create other. Other streams of income, you know. Oh yeah, this I just got my uh, ring doorbell installed and my security cameras at the house. Oh nice! And let me tell you how I actually decided to do that. So my house in Little Rock, um, my house in Little Rock, I have the uh, Vivint set up, and I have like the full blown when they I, I get the notification when the guests when someone's at my front door, like when the guest is checking in, I can actually see them putting in their code. And I was like, dang, I actually kind of like that. You know, you get the notifications when they're in front of your cameras, like the outside cameras. So I was like, man, let's just set, up that up at the, set that up at the house. So we set it up at the house. The guy just got done yesterday, and uh, it's pretty cool. I've been using uh, ADT Pulse. It's pretty good. I like Vivint, Vivint a little bit better, but uh, ADT Pulse has been pretty good. Oh, nice. I need to do And then, some- like, if they have an issue, like, let's say they can't check in, like, right there at the door, you can just push and talk to them straight out of the doorbell. So. Oh, sweet. <laughs> yeah, it, it's been pretty good. So, like, on whole house places or if you're in a house with a private room, it's pretty cool. That was cool. When you go to Home Depot now, they have a whole section of that stuff, right? Yeah, they Home do. Home Depot and Lowe's. Yeah, they, they get the, big on that. The rings and all the different ones that they have. It's pretty yeah. sweet, dude. Yeah, I like it. You just um, set it up, man. It's pretty cool. I need to, for especially if I'm going to rent out our personal house, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. And then, like, also, you can kind of see how many guests are coming in, like, at the front door and whatnot. You know? <laughs> yeah, because I've seen a lot of people, I've seen a lot of people in that host group say, yeah, they count the people. And I'm like, I could definitely understand why, you know, because I had that lady today who was like, hey, um, and I asked her what she was coming to town for. And she's like, well, if I answer that question, will you change the price? And I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was like no, I saw that. Yeah, does the does the price change when I start a conversation? Or yeah, something with, like that? with my answer because that like, was your that was your um your thing back in the day, right? Well, I, I still do it, <laughs> not dependent upon your answer. It's well with my personal properties, it's a little bit different. Like if you ask me questions, 
I'll up the price. That's on my time shares. But my personal property is not really. But this reason why I was asking her is because it's a whole house. Um, it's one of those type of – like my arbitrages, I ask a few more questions. Like, hey, what are you coming to town for? Who are you with? You know. But I found out she, she's an older lady. She's coming to town with to watch the Arkansas Razorback game. You know, And I figured she was, but just wanted to be sure. Oh, okay. Yeah, and then she's like, yeah, we're not going to be having parties. And I was like, okay, cool. You know? So it's close to the Arkansas uh, Razorback Stadium or whatever? Uh, well, no, not the Razorback Stadium. They play in Fayetteville. But Arkansas always has a couple games in Little Rock at the, at the cap, at, in this, uh, you know, Little Rock's the state capital. So they have a game at the War Memorial. So, oh, cool. Yeah. I didn't know that. And they also have events there, too. So, Oh, it's yeah. a good spot, man. I mean, Little Rock's so small, everything's 10 minutes away, so everything's a good spot, you know? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so it's pretty cool. It's, you know, so she was like, hey, how far is this? I'm like, it's up the road, you know? So, yeah, she ended up booking, though. Oh, nice, nice, yeah, nice. Yeah. You didn't do the old switcheroo on her, huh? No, no, no. Maybe when I get a few more reviews, I'll do it. Because right? I've seen you up to, like, 30-something reviews, because I got, I got your place, because one guy was trying to book a place for, like, two weeks straight or something like that, so... He's like, it doesn't. He's trying to stay till November second. He goes, but I can't find anything all the way through. So he goes, if you found, and I'm, I, I know why. It's because football season. I'm like, you ain't gonna find nothing like that. Yeah, yeah, it's that time. So yeah, the yeah. um, shoot, I got like almost sixty reviews already. Yeah, yeah you're up there with reviews. reviews. I got a buttload, mostly five star. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're super hosting it. I'm gonna be losing my super host status. Why? So, well, because I'm uh, I went down to. 89% on five-star reviews, which doesn't really bother me because I have too many – we have too many places to, like, worry about being a super host. It's more or less now it's running as a business, you know. Yeah. Um, plus, I really don't want to be an Airbnb super host anymore. Uh, Airbnb scam host, as they, <laughs> as they, they are. Like, that's not – that's no longer a big feat to me. Like, I, after dealing with them today, I'm, I'm pretty much done with their crap. So – but other than that uh, – so you're not gonna just write it off to the that's the cost of doing business. Yeah, yeah, the cost of doing business, you know. But man. yeah, man. Other than that, though, um, you know how so I'm gonna now, get rich. Oh, no, oh, go ahead. Oh, so I'm saying now I do control two full houses that are three bed, two baths, three bed, two baths. So those are a little bit different. Um, but like, you mean besides your your own, or including uh, your own? I've well the house in Little Rock, and then I have a one that I'm managing in Fort Worth. Oh, okay. so I know I'm noticing it's a little bit different. Like you have to do trash pickup stuff like that, which has been pretty easy. We just have a neighbor take it out for us. Uh-huh. Um, trash pickup, um, or like the messages, I have to set those up a little bit different. Like tell the guest, hey, make sure you set the trash out on the street if you're staying on a Tuesday night or Wednesday morning and stuff like that. But Wait other than that, it's pretty cool. I'm- Airbnb's illegal in Fort Worth. What are you talking about? <laughs> and of course, you know Airbnb doesn't give a damn. Airbnb going to take their bread. Hey, okay. It is it is uh, rolling in my 6-4 uh, edition, episode edition. So Airbnb is being a little gangster. You know, they're pushing their weight around Straight a little up. bit. That's exactly <laughs> what they're doing, man. Jocking the feet and slapping the... <laughs> For real, they're, 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 they're pushing their weight around. No, but like, and, and that's what I was saying. Remember how I was saying like, okay, you're the second person to say that to me. Um Remember the party house guy in Arlington? Yeah. The one who lives in Hawaii? Yeah. He hit me up the other day, and he asked me, he was like, hey, how you been? He goes, hey, anything on the regulations? I was like, man, I was like, man, I truthfully don't think anything's going to happen with the regulations. I'm really not worried about it anymore. 
And he goes, okay, just let me know if anything changes. I was like, yeah, if they push anything down the pipeline that you should be worried about, I'll let you know. And I told him, he goes, hey, how have you been doing? You've been growing. I said, yeah, I'm managing what I'm in Fort Worth. And he goes, isn't it illegal in Fort Worth? I'm like, yeah. And I was like, man, but truthfully, because all the research I've been doing, I'm like, man, if, if the hotel industry ain't got, if the city doesn't have the money and resources to enforce laws, they don't care. I mean, I think they care, but they ain't got the, they don't have the resources for it, you know? And I think there's certain cities that just ain't got it like that. Like Vegas got it like that. The hotel industry, they can come at your throat. Yeah. You know? They can come at your throat in Vegas, you know? And I've heard so many people getting shut down in Vegas. Fine. <laughs> $5,000 fine stickers stuck to your door. I'm like, damn, you know? But I don't think Arlington got it like that. Neither is Fort Worth. No. No, not not yet. Um, see, that's that's one thing you get from our show. All you fans, all you listeners yeah. out there, we keep it real AF on this show. I mean, <laughs> real AF. <laughs> Excuse all my cussing tonight, but I was pissed. <laughs> but um, yeah, we're not afraid to tell um, truth, the truth. Yeah. And you know, a lot of people sugarcoat it. You listen to the Airbnb and say, "Oh my God, you know, my little boutique Airbnb is doing so good, and I just, you know, I can, I don't have to work as much anymore." You know, you get all that stuff on all the air, other Airbnb. No offense to all the, yeah, I listen to some of them, but we, <laughs> we keep it real AF on this show. Yes, sir. That's what we do. That's all we know how to do. I mean, we ain't getting paid. No yeah. one's our boss. Airbnb ain't our damn boss. That's for sure. <laughs> They try to do an, they want to do an affiliate program with us, which I don't know how that's going. But yeah, we're we're still we're not going to change. They're yeah. not our boss. They whatever you know. Yeah. They don't if they send us paychecks, we might you know talk a little. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, send me my three hundred fifty five dollars <laughs> paycheck. We might. Hey, know. there it is, right there. They're sending it right there. <laughs> <laughs> They're shutting us down. Yeah, so, but no, man, that's um. Yeah, we we dug into him today. Let's see, what was I gonna say? Okay, okay, the Wyndham thing. That was your that that was your baby, right? That is your baby doing the the. That makes you a lot of good money. Apparently, yeah, it's my you back, showed, my backbone. Yeah, you, you whipped it out on the FB page. <laughs> Which one? <laughs> the, the share arbitrage FB page. Oh yeah, that's page. a that's like, a secret group. Only <laughs> only like thirteen people get access to that. That's cool, man. Yeah. And um and you and you showed them, and uh, and that and I was like, whoa, that's a lot of money. He makes a lot of money on that. <laughs> Jesus, that's our. He's already reached financial independence. Boom, he's done. Fi <laughs> fire. He's on fire. Yeah, yeah, that's what they call it. Yeah. And um so, anyways, I. I I saw that and I saw the returns and it's how badass it is. And yeah, you know, like you said, it's a it's a private page. Hit, yeah. hit, hit us up if you'd like to join that page. Of course, you gotta you know you know gotta you gotta pay the gotta, cost to be the boss. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't a free page, but if you want to make a, a few G's or a lot of G's a month, then you know you <laughs> might you might hit it up. You might hit it up. But anyways, um, so they what's Wyndham doing? What is oh, they, they're yeah, getting yeah. hip to the game? Is what I said. Um, you know, someone on bigger pockets asked me that too. He, Somebody po- he posted my name and goes, "Hey, uh, I'm having the trouble with my timeshare. The Wyndham said they're charging me a hundred bucks for every." He goes, "Mike Artis, I heard you do it. Do you have any workarounds?" <laughs> <laughs> You're known. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't respond to that. It costs money to know the workaround. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll let you guys know. But no, what they're doing is, um, they're they've pretty much caught on that people are making money off their timeshare by pretty much renting it out on Airbnb. Yeah, yeah. So what they're doing is. What they did was a few months back, they put like this little trippy thing in their system to where if you rent out the timeshare, they won't put the guest's name on it at the front desk. They'll put your name on it. 
And what I think they were doing, because Mahogany goes, Mahogany goes, dude, I knew they would put a stop to this because this money's coming in way too easy. She goes, they're going to put a stop to it. So I'm like, I'm like, yeah, I could see them doing it. So we worked, we figured a work around how they were doing it. But I think what they were doing was kind of getting information, like a database of how many people are written out their timeshares and how many guests are actually coming in, not the owners. So now I think they got the information. Now they're putting a $99 fee on every guest that you send. So everyone's been asking about the workaround on it, which in my group I shared the workaround, and it's been working pretty well for me. So, I mean, they're putting little small things like that, but I don't think I think I don't think they would shut it down because it's also sales for them as a company because the people that are coming don't own timeshares. Yeah, yeah, you've seen The Godfather too, right? Uh, you've seen The Godfather, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, kind of, sort of. Well, when um, Don Corleone was coming up as a as a youngster in New York, you know, yeah. he had his little wife and the little baby. He's trying to come up and. Of course, there's a local gangster that controls everything. Yeah. Controls everything, you know. Mm-hmm. He, and so Corleone starts, you know, finding, you know, getting things to fall off trucks and starting to sell it, trying to do his own hustle, you know. Yeah. And the big, the big guy in the, in the town starts hitting him up. Hey, hey, come talk to me, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <He's> <laughs> like, oh, you got some nice things here. I'm going to take some for myself. Um, you know, you can do business here. That's fine. But I just want to, I just want to get my beak wet too. Get I just want to get my cut. <laughs> <I> just, <laughs> I just, I just, not, not gonna take a lot from you. I just want to get my beak wet a little bit, and you can, you can keep doing business. That's fine. Yeah, there so you go. So that's what they, that's what the Wyndham wants to just get their beak wet a little bit, straight up. Because if they doing. ban it, I mean, they're gonna lose all that money because for all those places exactly. aren't getting booked. Exactly. But there you go. A little, little taste. Little there taste. you go. And that's not to tell people, man. I'm like, it, I couldn't see them banning it because I think it, it's too much money coming to them. Yeah. It's just like the city of Arlington. If you're gonna ban Airbnbs, who the hell comes to Arlington? No, yeah, yeah, you're right. I told him that's what I, that's what I most, told him. When I, I'm like most tourists. Like, I mean, what's his name? Uh, what's his uh, J- Jerome? He even said it. He goes, "Was it Jerome that said it?" He goes, "I, I didn't even know the Cowboys played in Arlington. I think they played in Dallas." Like, <laughs> yeah. Most people don't even know that, you know. I'm like seriously. If you say the Dallas Cow- Dallas, matter of fact, the Dallas Cowboys have never played in the city of Dallas ever. Wow. That's, well, have they? Well, well, the Cotton Bowl, Cotton Bowl. They when they very first started, like in 1960 or something like that. Okay, they played in the Cotton Bowl, and then when they moved they move, to Cowboy Stadium. They moved to Irving, right? Irving, yeah. In like in so the when 70s. was so this was years Probably ago? In the 70s, yeah. Okay, so they have played in the they yeah initially not so many years ago, man. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. But yeah, so but most of their life they've played in um, other places. Yeah, <laughs> and that's what I tell Arlington. people, man. Um, and like I'm like. People don't even know what Arlington is, and it's crazy. I don't know, but hopefully we they uh, push back on the laws or whatever, and I think they will. Yeah, and there's so many other sites going to pop up to fill the vacuum. If Airbnb gets bounced out somewhere, there's still going to be some other sites. Exactly, you can't stop this. I mean, it's uh, you've you opened really Pandora's box. It's the share economy. It's it's a uh, it's it's I mean it's a tidal wave you can't stop it dude oh, you know? and I I forgot because I texted you I said yeah I got hit up on Bud and Breakfast oh but cool. my place was booked <clears throat> so yeah Dang. it was already booked yeah Bud and Breakfast I got hit up on there but you, you'd be kicking it with the guests that week yeah for real <laughs> <laughs> no but uh but I mean there is other platforms I do want another platform to kind of and I I ain't gonna lie I might think about turning Share BNB into a listing platform I'll I'll I might start throwing some money at that, you know, because Airbnb is like, man, dude, it's it's bad. Yeah, their customer support sucks. It's, it's bad. Wow. Yeah. 
Oh, man. Well, it hasn't got that bad for me yet. I've been yeah. doing pretty good at it. And um, hopefully I don't get crazy instances like that. But, you know, what can go wrong will go wrong kind of thing. Murphy's Law. Yeah. You just got to prepare for it and um, Straight do, up. do the That's best really you is. can. Oh, man. What do we got on here for, for list? I, I Okay, I told you. I, I, I was leading a minute ago. I said, "You know how you know how I'm gonna get rich." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Robin Hood. Robin. <laughs> Rob the rich. Robin Hood is the is that stock app that I okay. sent you, and um, a buddy of mine, Warren. You met Warren before, yeah, at the, at the stock trading group. Okay, that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you know, we're getting into stocks. Whatever, you know, if you don't like stocks, you can um, ch- change the station. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Don't change the station. We love you. And, um, I like. I, I think it's cool. I think it's cool that especially. Uh, okay, I listen to these um, these um, choose the choose five podcast. Yeah, you know the. You I'm listen in the group. To those? Yeah, I'm in the group too. Yeah, it's cool, right? And yeah. they have so much good information, and they they went in depth about the travel hacking and all that stuff. It's, yeah. it was awesome. But um, the um, the Robinhood app. They actually mentioned it on there. I started using it before they did, mm-hmm. but they said, "Yeah, it's a way to to do the trading. You know, hundred percent free. If you if you like to trade stocks, whatever, it's a hundred percent free, man. No commissions at all. No fees. Nothing. You can buy and sell stocks, and it won't charge you nothing. And that's you know. And I'm a I'm an amateur um, stock market guy, but it, and it's funny because my company, uh, you know, the the airline I work for. Every time we get into our company's intranet page, whatever, it shows. Um, it shows our stock price. Mm-hmm. It's been doing that for shit, a few years now, and um, and and I've always noticed a pattern after it kind of like set, after bankruptcy and all that it kind of settled, and it, and the price would go from the from the thirties to the forties, touch like fifty, go all the way back down to the thirties, go all the way back up. I was like, man, if I just bet on one horse. I can make some money, but yeah. then, but then the only thing against that is the you get eat up with the fa- the fees, right? Yeah, the trade right. stock, whatever. You get seven dollars a trade yeah. and stuff like that. So I was like, man, you'd have to make it, you know, at least this much money to make it worth it. But then this Robin Hood app comes up, and so I've started to do that with the company. I've only made a couple of trades because I did it with the with my company's stock. It went down. I, I bought. It went up. I sold. Mm-hmm. You know, and I made. You know, I made like twenty five bucks, mm-hmm. but that was like on one. You know, one little transaction, and I'm just gonna put that money. You know, like let's say compound. Next yeah. time I'm gonna buy more, and then it's gonna go down. It's already going down again. It's yeah. gonna go back up. I'm like, it can't be this simple, but it kind of seems like it's this simple. Yeah, I'm, I'm not saying spread it across the board. Like you say in Vegas, you know, you start betting on a whole bunch of different things. Of course, the house is probably gonna win, right? Yeah. <laughs> It's a parlay. It's hard to hit. Yeah. But so I'm going to just keep my strategy and see how it goes. And it's it's paying me out, dude. It's pretty cool. Dang. Robin Hood. <laughs> my bad. Phone's going off. Uh, dang, the Robin Hood. I remember you saying that. Yeah, Robin so, Hood app. I sent you a link. On Choose FI, have they talked about the Penny Hoarder yet? I haven't heard that one. It's called Well, it's called uh, PennyHoarder.com. And pretty much what they do is... Uh, it's pretty much gives you just like lists upon lists of side hustles. Like Acorns is on there. Yeah. I think the Robinhood app's on there. Yeah, they Airbnb, talked about it. Yeah, Airbnb was on there. Of course, Turo. Uber's, Lyft's, all that crap. Yeah, Uber, Lyft, Turo. Um, there's a bunch of different side hustles that I think I downloaded. Like uh, Fiverr? Huh? Fiverr? Yeah, Fiverr's on there. Upwork's on there. Um, dude, um, man, there's so many different ways to create just streams of income, especially... I tell people like this, man, if 
if you're good with a computer, if you can simply just, if you can type 100 words per minute, man, you can make some money on a computer just sitting at a desk in your living room, you know. If you get on Upwork.com, you can make $25 an hour, you know. Um, uh, well, there's a few of them I down, like Lucktastic. Um, Lucktastic, it lets you like, uh, I forgot what, let me see, I forgot what it does. But it's like, there's one like Ibotta, Lucktastic. Um, there's another one where they literally let you make money from deleting for deleting certain emails or like yeah, it's so many side hustles out there, man. It's crazy. <laughs> Choose FI is always up on them, man. Yeah, that's yeah. sweet. Yeah, Choose FI is always up on them. I've been listening up. Has I haven't listened to it in a while. Have they got a little bit more flavor? Because sometimes they're real dry. Like on the ride home, like I have to listen to it when I'm in my living room because on the ride home I could listen. Might fall asleep. Yeah, you fall asleep, man. It's like, oh. They're not exciting like us guys right here. Yeah, yeah. You the sometimes truth. have to have a little flavor to it. But, yeah, I learned a lot from especially from their group, too, man. Yeah. Oh, it, Yeah, definitely join their group. Because uh, I, I want to go to one of their meetups. They have a Choose FI Dallas meetup that I want to go to. Really? Yeah, they haven't scheduled one in a while. But, yeah, it's, you'll if you like stocks, a lot of the stock guys will be there. Bitcoiners will be there. Yeah. Well, uh, they they preach a lot about the index funds, right? Just throw yeah, it into yeah. index funds, VT and sacks about and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's yep. a, it's a good strategy. Yeah, it just yeah, follows yeah. the market. Mm-hmm. And um, now, nah, man, but they but they get in depth about how to like not pay any taxes or hardly any taxes. You know, see, you, that's what I want to get into. Yeah, yeah. I think that would be good for you. Yeah, and also I got a I got a new CPA man, and he's like really really teaching me a lot. Like I officially have W not W two but ten ninety nine employees. How to set up contractors? Yeah, man. This, yeah. And also one thing I learned though, one thing he was teaching me about um, having VAs like over in the Philippines, you can't really use them as a tax write off because they're undocumented. Oh. Yeah, I didn't know that. He's like he's, he goes yeah, but if he goes if. He goes, but the, he goes, it balances itself out because he goes, if you're not paying them a huge chunk of change, then it works. Right. He right. goes, it's just like, he goes, let's say you owned a lawn business and you hired illegals. He goes, it doesn't really, he said, you don't really have to write it off your tax anyways because you're paying them so little or you have to make sure you're not paying them where it's a huge chunk of change coming out your account, you know? And then I was like, oh, damn, I never thought about that. He goes, yeah, but your other one, my one that's in America, I do have to put it on 1099. Because yeah, it's easier to pay people. And also, now that I'm running my own company, I realize why these big companies want 1099 contractors instead of W-2. You don't have to worry about, hey, insurance and providing all that for your employees. So definitely for people that want to uh, run their own business, definitely consider being a contractor, man. Pay your own taxes. Yeah, yeah, that's nice. Yeah. Um, October 7th, okay. our show... Um, Island Life. Um, we're gonna be me and my wife are gonna be on the Island Life HGTV show. Oh yeah, that's dropping uh, October seventh. So tune in HGTV. Um, I'm not sure what time yet, but yeah, put that on your calendar. October seventh. Okay. October seventh. October seventh. <laughs> gonna be on that Island Life. October seventh. Uh okay. Yeah. Now it's now it's in their heads. Yeah, October seventh. Okay. <laughs> That's what's up. I got I can't wait to see it. Can't wait to see it. Yeah, it's gonna show us looking for condos in Padre. Which I'm see, it this is cool. I mean right now school's back in, right? Yeah. And um and so it's a good time to start looking 
to buy something because it's like you got less competition and of course over there in Padre it's always cheap but I think it's going to even drop even cheaper because the down season's coming Mm -hmm. so I'm torn between buying something there and then uh, or buying another house here and having having the four but Mm -hmm. but um just depends on what day you ask me man man I know what you mean because I was on Zillow today and man I was looking at them uh the uh duplexes no not duplexes um i mean you know i told you the next thing i buy it's gonna be multifamily. but man i seen some cheap condos on there man 70 to 85 grand i'm like man that's hard to pass up but hoas yeah the hoas but i found a few of them i've talked to our good friend ken and a few other uh a few other people that invest in condos and there's a few of them you can get away with it at yeah, there's a few you can get away with in it, but I, I don't know, man. Like I, I really was just like, um, I was really wondering, like, man, if I should hop on a condo, but I really want to stick to a multifamily. I definitely yeah. want to do multifamily, man. If you do go the condo route, here's the thing: I have a buddy that has one over there in Dallas, close to the medical district, as really? a condo. It's uh, it's my African buddy Sammy from work, and really? he has a few houses, and he can't get rid of this one. He's he's he'll drop it like super cheap. The thing is, the HOA made a new rule where only three percent of the units can rent out can rent out the condos like to a third party. And to, um, to, what do you mean to, like, to... like either uh, long term or short term rental? You can't do it after after that three percent is hit in those units. They don't want the the condos to turn into like rentals it's his condo he owns the damn thing he owns it cash outright the thing okay. is the hoa saying he can't rent it out he's like why can't i rent it out it's mine it's mine i own it it's my property you know and they're not letting them rent it out i don't know if i mean old old school cats on the hoa board or <sighs> no what i'm running into is like you have to look at that you have to look at the age of the hoa board because a lot of those people the older people they may live there so they probably don't want people renting next to them. That might well, that might be it. But he he had a renter. He's had renters through there before. Really? But Is it he must be a now? new rule. No, he's not renting now. He can't. He can't. And so he's just trying to sell it. He said there was a cash buyer from China wanted to buy it the other day, and then he found out about the HOA's rule, and he said backed no. out. He backed out. That's stupid. That's yeah. crazy. Where's it at? You said it the said medical. by the medical district over there in Dallas. I'm rent- I'm renting one over there. Okay. Like right. Well, there's there's a bunch over there, right? But because yeah. one in his he he was gonna sell it to me. He said he was just sell it to me for like 110, whatever. How big is it? Uh, I think it's two bedroom, two bath, or two bedroom, three bath. It's perfect, perfect. And he said he re- he redid everything. It looks real nice and stuff. Another one right now is pending in the same units for 172 thousand. So I mean, I'll I'll give you his info. But I, I see you might know ways to do it, but I'm kind of I'd be kind of scared of doing something like that if they're if this HOA is not going to let me rent it out. You know what I'm saying? I wouldn't touch it. But I told him, well, maybe a workaround is you do um, you own owner financing and say like you're selling it to this person and you're the bank. What can they say then, right? It, you're transferring. I'm not. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's a way to do it. Like you're transferring the, the ownership to them in a way yeah. contingent on if they pay you. You know, they pay a lump. Like, I'm just telling him if he can't sell it, this may be another way to go. 
where you're kind of still renting it to somebody, but it looks like you're actually selling it to them, and they can't tell you they can't tell you nothing on that, right? He owns it outright. Yeah, and you know what? A guy, a guy on Bigger Pockets actually gave me a workaround on my HOA to where I could rent it out, like really? on the Airbnb. Yeah, he goes, uh, but it, it's a tedious process, but it does legally work. He said you could put a, um, what's it called? It's a, um, a, a right to terminate lease. Because he goes, you find the minimum stay that your HOA allows. Mine's 30 days. So you say, hey, this person's staying 30 days, but you have the right to, to terminate this lease anytime. And you have them sign that agreement. And then on the day of their checkout, they just sign that lease, or they, they they sign saying, "Hey, this is a thirty day lease, but I'm terminating the lease in six days." Boom, they check out. That makes sense. Yeah, and I never thought about that. I'm like, "Oh," he goes, "Yeah, you just set up a clause." He goes, "You could put it somewhere in the unit for each person that comes. Tell them, hey, sign this piece of paper." But it would it would change for each person because the day date, of course, would have to change, and they have to sign say, "Hey, I'm checking out on this day. This was a thirty day lease." Uh, the landlord's terminating, and I'm agreeing to it. And so, when the HOA comes to you, say, "Hey, I see pe- we see people in and out of your place, blah blah blah." Your Airbnb, that would be and, thing too. That and be- what do you and you just show them those papers, and you're cool. That's what he, that, that's what he said. He goes, "I would just show them the papers, saying, hey, they just been leaving early. I've been they they, I, they weren't good guests, whatever.' Boom. But I'm like, my problem is I, I wouldn't do that only because it's just too much headache to come with it. Right, right. Because I mean. Legally, yeah, it's a thirty-day lease. But they're gonna fight you on it. Yeah, they're gonna fight you on it. It's it's a legal it's a legal binding agreement, you know. But and I'm like, what Airbnb guest wants to go through that every time? But unless you just had someone drop it off, the cleaner drop it off every time. Here's a new piece of paper. <laughs> you know, that's the only thing I can think of. You just have because one thing. Oh yeah, man. One thing about my cleaner Trina that cleans my units in Dallas. Man, she she's one hell of a cleaner. One hell of a cleaner. So, and she nice. like all my restock supplies. She just lets me know what I'm work low on on a Google sheet, and I just send it to her to her at home address. She restocks it. Wow, that's great. Yeah. And the, the paper thing. Getting back to that a little bit. Yeah. What if you get a Joker and there says, "Ah, eh, I ain't leaving. I'm gonna stay." That's another thing too. <laughs> now, you, now you're in a squatter situation. Well. Well, yeah. not really, because they signed a lease for thirty days. Okay, so and but it would screw up the next guest coming through because yeah. they were like, "Well, yeah, I don't want to go. So if I'll stay here six, for a couple more days." Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you could. Yeah, you could screw yourself though. I mean, yeah, like I said, Murphy's Law. What yeah. can go wrong will go wrong. Yeah, you know, you're gonna screw. You can screw yourself with it, but I mean, you could, you could Airbnb it, you know. But your arbitrages are doing good. Oh yeah, arbitrages are good, man. I'm loving the arbitrage life. But what I'm noticing is one thing I did. You will make mistakes. So my mistake that I made was my payment's too high to get corporate renters. So I'm doing a lot of Airbnb. But it's it's working. It's just and I, but it's it's not as much work as I thought it would because my cleaner's so good, my key cafe set up. Man, I I have I've I haven't been to my arbitrages. I don't even go to them. Yeah, nice. Yeah, I haven't been to any of them, uh, and that's the way I want it. So it's making money while you sleep, like Warren Buffett said, man. So yeah, but the arbitrages are going good. If you're an arbitrager or looking to do it, man, I tell you, figure out a way to where you never have to go there. I right, don't even right. have the keys to mine. 
I'm trying to up my game a little bit at my uh, my Hearst house. I'm getting okay. uh, my cousin uh, Richard. You know, my the jack of all trades. Yeah, cousin, yeah, 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 you know, yeah. he's um he's uh, he's doing the hard. We put in hardwood floors in the in the bedrooms. Okay. The hardwood laminate. You know, okay. in the bedrooms because a lot of guests rolling through, starting to get a little stains going really? on and stuff like that. And Do you have carpet in there? There's carpet in there. Yeah. Okay. So um, so anyways. I just like, you know, it's easier. My wife don't have to vacuum no more. I just swiffer it, you know, kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I went ahead and um, I went, my cousin, um, he's, he's staying there for a few nights because it was like a few nights open. Yeah. So he's staying there and he's doing laying down the hardwood floors. Oh, yeah. And so it's going to look really nice, especially in pictures. It's going to look a lot nicer in pictures. Yeah. And um, so I'm going to do that. I'm going I'm to start Ikeaing it up a little bit, starting to improve it and start I'm going to holler at your um, professional picture taker okay. person. Yeah. And, um yeah, I'm just gonna because I I was I was thinking I'd love I'd love to grow, love to keep buying houses, but I I, I want to start doing it correctly, you know. Yeah. And like Al Williamson, Al Williamson says, you know, you know, maximize the heck out of the one you got, right? Yeah. You know, instead of go. owning ten that are like whatever, you get one that's probably you know pumping out more than all ten would, you know, because it's yeah. just but that badass. And so I'm getting there. I'm trying to up yeah. the game a little bit. Yeah. So. so I'm I'm doing the new floor thing too, man. I'm uh I'm doing new floors in my kitchen. And all my bathrooms and my laundry room. Wow. Yeah, I did, um, we're doing like, the, I forget, the, I don't know the name of the stuff they're putting down. Mahogany picked it all out. I just wrote the check. No. <laughs> <laughs> it looks no. nice. Yeah, it looks nice. Um, I forgot what it's called. It's uh, like ash looking Ceramic. Wood. Yeah, it's like, the, but it's not wood. The it's ceramic wood. I, yeah. I don't know if it's ceramic. I don't, I don't know the noun. Or porcelain, whatever oh, it's called. Oh, there you go. I think it's porcelain, yeah. But, yeah, that's coming along. Um, Waterproof, only, everything. Yeah, yeah, the only thing about it is, man, I had to... Uh, so we had a, ran into an issue where the guy... I told him, hey, man, if you strip something out, make sure you get it laid fast. Because I'm like, we run an Airbnb in here. So he stripped down the kitchen and he didn't get it laid fast enough. And then he stripped out my laundry room so I don't have a washer and dryer. Oh, so I have guests gosh. upstairs. But the good thing is, two of my corporate guests have been gone out of town. And then we had an Airbnb guest just check out today. And I just shut down the list and just closed all the dates till I know they're done, you know. So, yeah, man. But it's 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 looking really nice though. You know, it's gonna look it's gonna be a hit once it's done. So, you ever thought of putting like a, a stackable washer dryer upstairs for the guests or something that they could use? That I don't know, just a thought. Making it's a, making the whole upstairs its own like entity. I have thought about it. Yeah. But I was like, yeah. Yeah, I've thought about it, but I was like, I don't, I don't know. I'm eventually, I'm trying to replace that income, so I'm no longer house hacking. So you know, you, you no longer want guests in your house at all. I mean, it's not that I don't want them. It's just a, another way of like starting. I want to have, we, we want to have another child, like a daughter soon. Oh, cool. Or, you know, that doesn't. Well, we'll take any either one, but you know, we want. <laughs> you listen in God, huh? Yeah, yep, there. <laughs> you know, I'm trying to expand the family. So, we, we, in doing that way, we would have to stop Airbnb in the house. So, we're looking at, I'm looking to replace that income. I just need to make seven times three. I just need to create a $2,100 cash flow off something else. Once I do that, we'll stop doing the house. And I'll just Airbnb it. Like, we have nothing going on. We'll just Airbnb it or something, you know. Start making that money on Robin Hood, yo. Yeah, that too. That to come put a, <laughs> I got a few side hustles in mind. So. Hey, sign up through Robinhood, um, through me, guys, because y'all love me so much. And then Straight up. you get like an Airbnb uh, consultation through me if you sign up. I'm going to put my Robinhood link on the page. <laughs> and, um, yeah, shameless promotion. You know what I'm saying. Um, well, this is a good place to stop right here, you think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
yeah, we, we can stop it up. We can stop it up, stop it up. All right, man. This was the <laughs> the um, the angst field um, rolling in my six foe old school rap. <laughs> Yeah. Um. Yeah. Wow. That's old school rap now. Airbnb huh? slapping the. Yeah, it is old school now. Yeah. <laughs> well, they come out ninety, eighty or nineties. Yeah, it was shoot, probably late eighties. Eighty nine, because yeah. that was Easy's first hit, right? That was NWA's first hit, wasn't it? Yeah, that was NWA. That was just Easy though. Yeah, well, he sang it, but it, oh yeah, it okay. Was, so it was I think Ice Cube wrote it. Yeah, yeah, Ice Cube or something. Yeah, but um, that was a good movie, by the way. That was a great movie. I yeah, love that movie. Great know, movie. Man. But um, talk about hustlers, yeah, uh, for real. <laughs> but yeah, so we uh, thank you all so much for listening to this podcast. You know, we go this way, we go that way, we meander, and we talk about BS, and we, you know, whatever. We have fun, and we just share this experience with y'all, and we're glad that y'all are um, y'all are digging it, man. This is cool. Definitely, thanks for listening. Uh, sign up to be an Airbnb host, you know, despite all everything I just said. But, you know. <laughs> I still think they're scammers, but, you know, hopefully we'll work it out. Yeah, Semi-minded. after they hear this episode, they might send them some money. <laughs> yeah, man. Have to hit them with that Rihanna. Bitch, better have my money. <laughs> <laughs> this is the NSF, what does it call it? Not NSFS episode, not safe for work. Oh, NSFW episode. <laughs> not safe for work. Oh, yeah, yeah. We'll put that in the description. But explicit, Be careful where explicit you lyrics. Explicit content. Well, uh, <laughs> well, thank you all so much. Shout out to Jerome. And yeah. uh, where, where can they find us? There, I mean, they already found us. They're listening to us. Yeah, you can find us on LiveLetThrive.com. Uh, you can uh, hit us up on the Facebook page at LiveLetThrive. Uh, if you want to be an Airbnb host, you can sign up under us. If you have a new <laughs> listing, sign up under us. Just go to our page and click one of our links. Um, where else can they find us? That's rough. You know what? Uh, a new affiliate, a, a new affiliate marketer. Okay. Remember, remember BSTV. Uh, remember, um, it was called Set TV, but now yeah, uh, yeah. my okay. buddy's uh, uh, throwing around some BSTV. Uh, sign up. We're gonna have a special link for you guys to sign okay. up for BSTV. What that is, it's it's like thirty bucks a month, and you get all the cable channels, all the pay per views. You get all the everything. It's too good to be true. Yes, it's too good to be true. Don't ask how it works. Just buy it. Just you know, just get it. <laughs> try it out. Try it out for a couple of days for free. But um, put in the code Live Let Thrive. Try it out, and um, I think you'll like it. I think you'll dig it. It's great for Airbnbers because you get your you give your guests all the freaking channels in the world, Ooh. and it's and it's um, only thirty bucks a month. Ain't that something? You know, spread spread the word. Oh, um, oh yeah. By the way, our YouTube channel, man, I'm gonna be uh, I'm gonna be taking off with it for a little bit. Like uh, I'm gonna be uploading some videos on there, kind of talking about what I've been doing with my arbitrages, share arbitrages, timeshares. I'll just be kind of giving people a glimpse into what I do. Um, yeah, man, check it out, check it out. I'm gonna uh, I haven't uploaded yet, but I, I talked to Steve about it. I'll be uploading a few of those. We got to get a lot of our episodes. Yeah, we need to, I, I'm working on those. I'm yeah, gonna, we're kind of backlogged. Yeah, I know. But we'll, once we get those up, and I have a few episodes I'll be putting on there, man, check that out. You ain't going to want to miss it. <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks, y'all, for listening, and um, LLT out. Peace. Thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of Live, Let, Thrive. Be sure to tune in next week for all the latest in the world of Airbnb and all that entails. Bye-bye.